Welcome back to the Realism Podcast. Today, we will be discussing the coronavirus and the effects it has on businesses and the stock market, the opportunities to create long-term wealth and human behaviour in times of stability and panic. We hope you enjoy. So what do you think the effects of coronavirus have on businesses? As we've seen in regards to stock and stuff mm-hmm. for, for, for our companies, I mean, um, we've not been able to get... How long, how long have we not been able to get stock in for? Uh, well, there was, if you're manufacturing in... Asia, Asia, China. Yeah, China. <laughs> um, if you manufacture in China, obviously their Chinese New Year, which was from effectively the end of December till mid-February, and then obviously the virus has affected them coming back to work and producing for another 45 to 60 days. Um, so it depends on how far you plan ahead, but effectively if people are working very close to the release period of the product, call it a 60-day release period towards the product, uh, yeah, you're without stock, and I think that's... Um, uh, obviously going to affect a lot of businesses who do smaller businesses more so because obviously smaller people smaller businesses tend to work closer to the to the, to the release dates um, so their manufacturing times none and void effectively so if you've got no stock you've got no revenue so I think that's the biggest um, situation that people are going to face is the fact that they just simply cannot get stock into the country so how, how long did MDV not have stock for obviously uh, is it still affecting it now no, it was uh, MDV was fine because um, because we we carry quite a lot of weeks cover. Weeks cover means like uh, how long before you run out of stock. So as much as we were running a we run a lean uh, ship to increase cash flow, we still always have a protection buffer. So like we probably typically run on ten to twelve weeks uh, cover. But then obviously because we're releasing every month, that weeks cover always gets boosted. So. Uh, MDV didn't really feel it and because we work so far ahead, uh, we plan four, five, six months ahead. Um, that stock that was ready for the March release, which is soon, mm-hmm. was already on the sea from January, December time. So it hasn't really affected it. But have you took into account moving forward? Because I know people are like, they're stopping schools for two weeks and they're doing stuff for two weeks and this for two weeks. But obviously... As, as everyone's put out in the media, it doesn't show for a certain amount of time, so it's going to have a knock-on effect moving forward. And two weeks, in my opinion, is not long enough to, to, to stop something like, let's say, this. So have you thought about anything moving forward? Because personally, I feel that it's going to, it's going to last for a, a, a months on end. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think anybody knows, so I think you can obviously prepare for the worst. But I think at the same time with businesses, especially e-commerce businesses, is the fact that if you don't order stock and the effects aren't as extreme as you, some may think, then you can't make any money or you still, and your overheads are still fixed so you, you, you might lose money effectively. On the contrary, if you order stock as if everything's trading as normal and for whatever reason customer sentiment changes, you're stuck with stock and then mm. you have to discount, which obviously can damage brand new reputation. So if anybody gets through this period there's no skill involved it's a bit of intuition a bit of luck i think uh, i mean my me personally i'm trying to act as if everything's normal um, we've already ordered the summer stock which is thousands and thousands of units but what if people can't go on holiday do you know what I mean? yeah, so then yeah. they don't buy you know the typical summer summer sets and that's a real possibility but that's something that it is what it is mm. um you said to me yesterday a lot of ceos have resigned which mm-hmm. i don't understand why but I guess everybody's like, well, we were in a lose-lose here. Um, I said to you, well, surely it's understandable that no one expected this to happen. And the effects are obvious that customers are going to be a bit more a bit more conservative, spend less, maybe not travel more. But it's part of the game. And uh, as you said earlier in the conversation, this is human nature. We think mm. that these things will never happen. And 
here we are in the thick of it. <laughs> no, it was Supermarkets completely empty. Everyone's panicking. <laughs> but this is, as you said as well, on the Richter scale, it's it's only uh, well, I say only. It's it's thousands of deaths, not millions of deaths. You know mm. what I mean? And uh, a pandemic to me is you know millions and millions of people are dying weekly. So as you said, it's still a serious issue, of course, but it could be much much worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I agree, and I think it, I do think it's absolutely crazy. Why people are just loading up on toilet roll, just yeah. go in the shower. <laughs> you know, it's quite yeah. funny. All oh, baby wipes. Yeah, yeah. People are they're, just, they're people, missing the trick. They're missing the trick with that one. Yeah, but people, people are obviously going mad. But so, what would you, would you? So, let's say people can't go on holiday. You're just gonna push this. What are you gonna do? Just what would you, what would, so think? It, let's think forward now. Would you just? It just means that you'd have to just push the summer stuff further into the, into winter and just keep it just not all. You know what I'm saying? Like, or would you just have to carry more units on the website? It, it, this situation, uh, let's take it away from MDV and, and other people who may have ordered stock already. It really, really depends on your circumstances. If you've got cash supplies, you can afford to hold the stock, afford to maybe take it offline and hold it until the next sale period, which could be Black Friday or summer sale or whatever yeah. it may be. You could afford to do that. But if you're cash flow tight, what's the solution then? Um, you can't afford to just you know, hide the stock in the back end and, and say it's sold out in, in, by the end of summer and then put it on in Black Friday. You can't afford to do that because you need to recoup the cash. So I think you've just got to be, I think it's a time to be really creative and maybe uh, target countries where are typically hot if you've got access to yeah. Facebook ads, yeah. Google Shopping, switch your targeting from UK to Saudi, yeah, or Spain, where it's typically hot, and you know, and try and target those customers who, you know, where it's hot all the time. Yeah. You may have to just revise your whole marketing strategy. So yeah. This is the time to think really creatively, and uh, this is what the best businesses do. They adapt to situations. So, but there's no right or wrong answer. That's for sure. I mean, like I said, I don't have all the answers here. I'm. Uh, Going, I'm taking do, every day as it comes. Do you think you're going to see a lot of a lot of brands struggling, especially the brands that have low margins or uh, companies that have got where, fluked where they are? I wouldn't say f- fluked where they are. I think it comes down to human psychology again. People don't understand when every, when we're when we're in a really having a really good time. That does not mean in the business or the economy, but just general humans are willing to shop. So I think it's not a fluke. It's just. Uh, maybe complacency and slight arrogance to think that that is always going to continue. Yeah. But yeah, I think the the small margin businesses are going to struggle because you know most business in fashion or, or apparel work on small margins after all. And once you one tweak in the the currency or exchange rate or customer sentiment, it's 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 all over. And if you've raised capital or you're not you've got high debt levels, it's even worse because you still have to repay. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. still have to repay yeah. the banks and. The banks normally have a clause if you've got like facilities where if you miss payment, they can seize the business. So it's going to be an interesting time, but obviously that breeds opportunity, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, for sure. Obviously, we spoke about it before. There's a lot of opportunity to be had in things like this. Obviously, the stock market's, as, as people say, corrected itself, but it hasn't really corrected itself. It's all over the shop at the moment, yeah. but it's gone down, which creates a hell of a lot of opportunity. We saw the other day, as soon as... Trump announced that he uh, was going in. Uh, what did he, what did he, um, uh, uh, like state national pandemic? St- yeah, straight yeah. away the, the stock price shot up because everyone wanted to everyone wanted to buy just ready for the weekend and mm. stuff. Which I thought for some reason it would go down, but obviously I'm assuming this week coming up, it's gonna it's gonna plummet again oh, as yeah. soon as it opens. Everyone's gonna start selling. Mm. Um, but 
Obviously, as we said, there's, there's a lot of gain to be had. It went up 20%. So if you invested, let's say, £10,000, you mean you're going to come up with 12000 straight away. If you People are day trading at the moment and making a hell of a lot of money, but well, I don't recommend that. And on the contrary, people are losing hot People, money. obviously, yeah, yeah. If people are making, people are losing. Yeah. Um, so opportunities, opportunities like this, if you're someone that wants to get into the stock market, if you're going to buy now, because think about it, you were probably going to buy, before this happened, two months ago, you were going to happily buy you know, Facebook at 200. Mm. But So now, if, you, if you're going to buy it and sit on it for 10 years, you're now getting it for, for 150 or 170 as it is right mm. now. So over a 10-year period, you know, that's an extra 30%, uh, sorry, like a 30 points a unit that you would have you got extra. Yeah, I think yeah, there's definitely a lot of, of wealth and opportunity available now. Um, we've seen that the Bank of England cut interest rates. So, yeah. so from 0.75 to 0.25. Yeah, so that's obviously the, the base rate which is applied to every uh, mortgage yeah. or car finance. So everything instantly becomes cheaper um, to borrow. So I don't know how long that will remain, but it's, the cheap, it's, a, it's a good time to borrow money. Yeah. Um, obviously, good debt is in borrowing money, which can make you money not taking out car finance, yeah. and, which is a depreciating asset technically. But... Um, yeah, I mean, if you've got cash reserves, it's, it's a great time to, as you said, invest in the stock market and think long term, which is yeah. something that our generation really, really struggles with. I think uh, everybody wants to get rich very fast, which I've never really seen happen. I mean, you've been working for mm -hmm. seven years in business, eight years, nine years But people years don't in see that. That's exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you're willing to, you know, lose some of your buffer and your, uh, your security net, put it in the stock market, sit on it for 10 years. And I said to you yesterday, the only businesses I would be looking to invest is something that can triple or quadruple in yep. price, because then at least worst case scenario, it doubles. Yep. Um, but you can only really afford to do that if you're really willing to keep the money there and not touch it, which is very difficult if people are still consumed in the fact that they want to buy cars, yep. clothes, yep. Uh, uh, nice places, etc. So. Um, if you're thinking long term, it's a good opportunity. But on the on the on the contrary to that, there's also people who uh, will feel the effects of the stock market if they're in stocks now and it's gone down. What do they do? Do they sell? Do they offload? Like that's customer sentiment. I mean, uh, consumer sentiment now is panic. Yeah. You see on the stock market, everyone's panicking now, selling, getting cash rich. Uh, sorry, getting their cash back. Um, they may have bills they have to pay or they have, might have a business, which again, as we said before, the, the margin might have deteriorated. And so there's going to be a hell of a lot of bankruptcies and a hell of a lot of wealthy. It's just, and if you're in the middle and you don't own a business and you just, uh, you know, you work a job and you've got savings, you know, it's a good time to buy a house, but it's also probably a better time to invest in stocks. But yeah. it really depends on you personally. And it, I know we always get messages regarding stocks. If people do want to invest in stocks, only invest what you're not willing to touch for 10 years, right? Mm. Because then if it does go down and you just don't, you don't need to sell it. So if you've got, let's say if, if, if you've got £30,000 to your name, but you, you don't, you know, you're definitely not going to need £5,000 of it. Just invest that and leave that. Don't invest any more yeah. because you don't want to be selling short or anything like that. And just simply, if you don't have a clue what you're doing, don't get involved. So we're getting people that people are sending us messages all the time asking about stuff and the way they're explaining it I'm like you really don't know what, what you're doing so just don't get involved or learn it a lot more mm. um, but if you do want to get involved just invest in something like the S&P 500 because over 100 years it's averaged 10% a, a year and S&P 500 is for people that don't know so that's so that's the um, the top 500 companies on the uh, on the index so top performing companies so you can guarantee that they're all going to do well and they're going to make you money back so i think 2019 it went up by 30 percent before that it dropped by four percent 
before that it was 27%. So you could probably guarantee in the next four years, it's probably going to go up, say, well, when it, when it does rebound, it's going to go up mm. almost 50%. Mm. Um, that's the safest way. To that's the, the yeah. safest way. To, yeah. But again, if you don't know what you're doing, just please don't get involved. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people claiming they know what they're talking about. Yeah. And they just don't, so don't get suckered in. There's going to be a lot of scammers around at this, at this mm. moment in time because people want to make a quick money and where there's quick money, there's unlawful people. Yeah, that's for sure. Pretty much. Um, so, in, in, so in regards to personal finances then, how would, you, how would you at this point use the drop in interest rates to borrow money because they are throwing it out at the moment? Would you start to play finance companies off each other, mortgage companies off each other? Um, um, yeah, I guess so. The... I mean, my uh, I have a some, when I've bought cars in the past, I've bought them finance. Some I bought cash, depending on my circumstances. So, the the car finance company I have used in the past has called me so many times over yeah. the past few months, just literally saying, "Hey, Reese, do you want a new car? We can offer you a really cheap interest rate. Do you have any friends who want anything?" Um, and that shows to me that they are struggling to find people to borrow money. And obviously, if you've got money and you've got good uh, you know financial statements or a good income you can take advantage of that so you can get car finance for next to nothing mortgage finance for next to nothing but obviously just because it's cheap it doesn't mean you need it so it really yeah. depends on you know what are you looking for yeah. if you if you want to buy a house uh, you could find some maybe a repossession because there is going to be a lot of houses on the market where people simply can't afford to pay the mortgage due to you know their financial circumstances bank might repossess them they may want a quick sale so if you can find a house for argument's sake and someone's a quick sale and under market value and you get a cheap mortgage you know, quids in on the long term. You're not going to be mm -hmm. able to make a quick flip, but you know, if you want to live in it for five, ten years and then sell it, now's the time to do it. It's similar to 2008 yeah. when house prices went down, people gobbled them up, the repossessions, and then in 2018, the market was at its higher. So again, it's, it's about thinking long term. But you know, our generation, as we said, is uh, wants everything so fast. Yeah. Take it from us. You have to literally do it for five years without even thinking of a return. Uh, if you're lucky, you know, we was very lucky and we had a good time. And so within two or three years, we was able to, you know, take some money out, for example. But most businesses, and, and in the, your personal career in terms of jobs, for five years, you're not really earning anything. And then once you acquire your skills and you see an opportunity, then you can really capitalise on, on that. I think it's definitely a great time to be learning and keep your ear to the floor and look at all different avenues of how you can make money and stuff. Because in 10, 20 years time, for a lot of millionaires and billionaires, this is going to be a fundamental point in their in, in their lifetime where they made a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. So you always hear people talking about, oh, I remember ten years ago when this was this much, or oh, yeah, a Mars bar was thirty p, or you know, you could buy a house for this much. Okay, you're going to be saying the same in twenty years' time. I should have bought a lot of a lot of stocks, a lot of property, mm. a lot of this now. Mm. As long as you've got a safe job, and the reason I say that is because with all this uncertainty comes a lot of layoffs so yeah, you might sure. want to borrow things for a cheap rate but do you know if your job's secure and That's then point, you, yeah. you could get you could get uh, laid off next week you could yeah. get i'm not going to say sacked because obviously not there's a lot of companies going oh, redundant you get yeah. made redundant and obviously if you're made redundant then you can't pay the debt back you've borrowed so it all depends on how secure you feel your job is yeah. it might mean let's say people listening now do want to do those stuff it might mean you go and speak to them your manager you go and speak to the company owner that you work mm -hmm. for and just have a simple discussion say look i'm thinking about borrowing money how how, how well are we doing as a company like do you mm -hmm. feel like just go and have a a, a real honest conversation say look because uh, i know if someone came to us and said to us look reese 
I'm, um, I'm thinking about borrowing 100 grand to, to do X, Y, Z. Do you feel in the next year or so like I could potentially be made redundant? Mm, that's mm, a good question. I yeah. think that's a good point to have. And I think a lot of people don't have those conversations before borrowing the money. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that could really, really flip your mindset on things. Yeah, I think it's a great point. I didn't think of that. But yeah, 100%. Obviously, if a business is struggle, the first people to, to go are the staff, unfortunately. Um, and I've actually expressed that to, to people within MDV, not that and that's going to happen to them. Yeah. But I've just have to say, it, without looking biased, I'm like, guys, like, look outside of the walls and you haven't seen the panic yet. You've seen the panic in the supermarkets, but you haven't seen the panics in jobs. I saw ASOS are making redundancies. There's going to be a hell of a lot of redundancies. So, you know, not to say you've got it good here, but don't yeah. take what you've got for granted because I'll make sure that everybody's safe. But at the same time, you need to make sure that you understand that outside there is a, is a war zone effectively for a decent paid job as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 100%, I think that's key. Um, and again, it comes down to long-term thinking. Don't yeah. think everything's secure. And I think what this situation has, um, has shown is, is, again, human psychology, how we are as humans. We are very complacent, very arrogant. We think nothing bad's going to happen. And then a virus hits and kills a few thousand initially and people still panicked. Uh, you've seen the stock market. In the last two years, it's been going up. You mentioned the S&P has been growing at a crazy yep. percentage rate. That just shows how people get so excited and jump on the bandwagon. We've seen it with Bitcoin. It goes up, then it goes down. Yep. Humans in the middle ground in terms of seeing things clarity with clarity and for what they are, it's very rare. We're either really excited or really scared. Um, and I think that's, that's key to be able to surround yourself in a circle or read or take in knowledge to see things for what they truly are. Um, Warren Buffett has a quote that says, when people are fearful, be greedy, and when people are greedy, be fearful. So if you're able to see that this situation, of course, is a, is a, is a, is a serious situation, but not as bad as everyone is making out at this current time, it might change. And yep. next week it might be, you know, millions yep. of people have died, I don't know. But at this stage, it's like, okay, well, there's a panic. The stock market's dropping. Businesses are struggling. If you are financially stable, okay, let's just see. Let me take advantage of the stock market, let me take advantage of businesses are selling them uh, yep. want to sell for cheap yep. and take advantage of it and see through the panic. But like I said, I'm saying that as of right now, it yep. could change over. I think it's very important for people listening as well that haven't listened to our other podcasts to please listen to them because this is where we always say be the best, best version of yourself in your job because Unfortunately, the week are going to go first. So yeah. if you're, if someone, someone as a company owner sees two people, they're going to think, okay, so who's kind of the best for my company or who's making me the yeah, most yeah, money? Sure. Who is the best person in that role? Who's irreplaceable? Who's irreplaceable? So this is what it comes down to in these points of panic. You need to make yourself irreplaceable right. as an employee and you will not be made redundant. Yeah. So it's so important. And again, as you just said, people don't realise that until it's about to happen. It's the same thing as relationships. Mm. As soon as you you lose the person you love, you realise how much you actually love them. Mm. And again, unfortunately, that's just how humans, humans are. Yeah. They have to go through it every single time and again and again and again. That's our blind side as, as a human. But again, going back to what you said a second ago regarding um, humans and being a little bit complacent in regards to things like this virus, I think that we feel that we're invincible and we're not. And as soon as something like that, that this happened, the coronavirus, SARS, Ebola, all that stuff um, happens, we think, okay, we'll, you know, we won't, we, won't, we won't jump on it just yet. We'll wait for someone else to do it. And then unfortunately it just gets out of control and then it's too far gone. Mm. So I feel like, you know, in, in China, we could have jumped on it a lot sooner. The Chinese guys could have done a lot more. We could have funded, other, other governments could have funded the money just to help try and control it in that one space but unfortunately everyone on this, on this side of the world Reactive. thought they were in, 
invincible from it and was very yeah reactive, uh, reactive instead of proactive. Mm -hmm. And again, it just comes down to we think we're invincible and we're not. And and we don't take life seriously. We only take life seriously, as you said, when shit really hits the fan. Yeah. When when everything's rosy, we're not maximising our health. We're not eating right. We're not making sure that we we're not smoking or drinking uh, all the time. We don't do that. Well, most people don't do that. We we waste time. We sit. We we chill, we do nothing with our, we don't maximize the, the, every minute on earth because it's the time's precious, do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, again, you've got to have the balance, but you've got to have fun too, of course, but it's a blessing to be here and I don't think people realize that until something like this happens, they run to the supermarket and shut and, and lock themselves indoors. And I'm like, well, if only you had that same urgency when everything was rosy. 100%, you know I, mean? I, I think, as sad as it sounds, this is the perfect storm for people for for, peop for unsuccessful people to become successful because they have now realise that look, you could contract this virus and you could you could be dead. This this isn't even a joke. Like mm. this is what can happen. Mm. So you need to wake up now and think like life is too short. I could be twenty seven tomorrow. I could go go out partying tonight and I could contract it a few weeks down the line. I couldn't. I might not be here. And that is a legit reality. But do you think people will? That's the problem. It's, this this will pass over. I'm sure. Then yeah, it's back to normal. That's unfortunately again. It's human nature. I read so much on books and psychology, etc. And it just you either you either you've either got it or you haven't. And unless you have a near death experience, if someone contracts it maybe and realizes this this close to death, then they might change. But if you like get through the storm and you don't get a virus, or no one in your family gets the virus, you're like, oh, it's not real, and, and you go back to square one. You mentioned uh, obviously uh, relating back to our previous podcast, and we talked about time in, in our previous podcast, and I think this is perfect time and we spoke about you know maybe every 10 years you get an opportunity to create a business or yep. invest in the stock market and I said to you yesterday I don't want to look back in 10 years and go Jesus Christ I had this much cash disposable and I sat on the fence I was scared to, to take a plunge and that's my biggest fear so if you are that person who has got skill set has got funds make sure that you keep your ear to the street right now and take advantage of the opportunities that will present themselves. Don't look back um, and think, oh, what if? I remember speaking to my dad and, my, uh, and I said to him, why didn't you buy a house is like when the last financial crash happened? I said, if you bought just two houses now, because houses were cheap back then as well, yeah. well, much cheaper than they are yeah. now. Um, I'm like, you could have just got like, a, you know, 200 grand houses and they probably would have been worth 400, 500 grand now, whatever. Um, and he said to me, oh, one of my, my colleagues at work said, oh, you should, you know, I think he got made redundant. He's like, oh, you should use that money to buy a house. And he was like, oh, I didn't listen to him. And I was like, well, if you listen to him now, 10 years down the line, you would have, you know, had a, you know, an extra four, five hundred grand in equity. And um, I don't want to be that situation where I'm like, oh, that was the golden time of houses back then. This is the golden time of creating a business or, or buying, buying companies. Stocks or buying buying companies. companies. I don't want to regret that. And again, I understand that's my position and your position based on what we've we have, but. It's all relative. If yeah. you've got ten grand, then you can make thirty grand in ten years. It's you know, it's still a what's that three hundred percent increase. It's yeah. all relative. Correct. So that's the main. Thing. I don't think people should miss this. There's going to be guys out there and thinking, well, why should I invest like ten grand to make a little bit? But I feel like you you should be investing now to create wealth for the future Correct, for the next yeah. opportunity. Yeah. You shouldn't just you should look at this opportunity as not let's say getting rich, but getting to a point where yeah, you yeah. can become rich off the next opportunity. I think that's the most important one of the most important points to make because everyone wants to get rich off this but you, you realistically you're not going to but you could get you know 
uh, financially free and, and then when the next timing point happens because it's going to happen there's going to be a shortage and a fall in the future that's when you can really capitalize mm. so it's like a building blocks you've got to just build up to that point where you get to a point where you've got that much money you can just drop mm. it in well i think what is funny because you mentioned people sending us messages on instagram and it's like people want to turn 1000 into 1 million in one year <laughs> it's not possible yeah um, and there's there's some cases and where those cases have turned you know 10 15000 into millions and that's like what 0.1% of businesses and we're very lucky to have done that but if you can turn 10000 into 50000 in this period which is tremendous then you might have to wait another 10 years for or whatever for an opportunity, but then you can turn 50 into 500, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And that's what it is. It can sometimes take 30 years to build wealth. And in fact, most people, it takes a whole lifetime if you're lucky. So I think, yeah, that's the key. Just make sure that you think relatively, you think in percentages, not in terms of a 10, to, 10 to a million. You think, I want to make a 300% return in this period or whatever, 100% return. It doesn't matter, do you know what I mean? I think that's what people need to think of in terms of relativity or where you're at and where your skill set is. You just can't, you can't become a millionaire with, without making a business and turning that into stock-based business and making money. You can't make a million from stocks of 10 grand in, unless you day trade and you're extremely skilled. Yeah. It just, just doesn't, doesn't happen. It's not worth, and I would say for people that, again, don't know what they're doing, don't start leveraging your money on the stock market, turning one pound into, into 100 pound. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. can always end badly. You can always gain a just, lot, but, you, but, but when you lose, you're losing money you don't actually have. Correct. So, correct. And that goes back it. to bad debt, isn't it? Don't borrow money unless you're, 80% sure that that debt is going to create you significant returns yeah if you're just borrowing money at 50 50 when you lose you lose big and there's no way out and that's what happens with day traders a lot they blow their whole account by over leverage because they think they think that the the risk versus reward may be you know 80% but really they've missed a variable and it's really 20% and then they blow yeah. up and that's it and these guys know what they're, they're doing as well and they still lose like even let's take it back when I started to get into building I could have borrowed a lot of money uh, I could have put in a millions of pounds and turn and, and, and leverage that against 10 million pound builds but I'm not going to do that because I don't know what I'm doing Correct. I've done everything I've done in cash because I really don't know what I'm doing and if something really went wrong I don't want to be put in that position so I've spent almost three years gathering knowledge with building in different types rentals conversions new builds everything like that so then when it comes now to at this point in time again timing gobbling up pieces of land or repossessed buildings then it means i can start to actually use my money to leverage against and, and, and buy a lot more but at least i know exactly how long things are going to take yeah. how long how much things cost and I can't really lose money now. Yeah, and it's the same with building a business. People think, oh, let me take on this investor and I can grow faster, but you miss out key building blocks on, along the way. It's always best for the first three to five years of doing anything, do it slow, your own way, no, no debt, your losses, that's how you build. And then once you said, as you said, you've got all of the skills, not all the skills, but you've learned all the key fundamentals and then you can consider, okay, you know, let me take investment now. Let me let me leverage my money because you know all of the pit holes, the pit holes and failures. Yeah. Don't just rush into things. If I was playing chess yesterday and I was I was losing, I was thinking to myself, well, I'm intelligent, my mind's calculated. Let I think I can play this. Like I can beat someone. But if someone's the guy I was playing was been painting since he was a kid, he knows all of the the patterns, the tricks. And I'm thinking I can outsmart him. But again, when I look back. Uh, and I thought to myself, well, no, he has the patterns. He knows all of the tricks and the pitholes. Even if you're really smart, you can't just come in and beat someone who's 
been doing it for 20, 30 years. You just can't. You just can't it's correct. not possible. You have to always do your groundwork. You can't skip the stages, and I think that's key. Just, um, yeah, fail, fail, fail on your own, even with the stock market now, and or buying houses or whatever. Just or if you want to be flipping houses right now, do it with all your own money. Fail, lose your own money. You'll learn faster because you don't want to lose your own money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, anything you want to give, or should we just wrap that up there? Just yeah. to, okay cool yeah guys thank you very much for listening stay safe keep watching our videos we'll keep dropping up we got some some good influencers lined up for the um, for the foreseeable so thank you very much again for listening like and comment um, we always take your feedback on board and sure. we will be reading and we do reply to a lot of comments so um, thank you very much and we'll see you on the next one cool thanks guys <laughs>